With its boundless applications in any classroom, Google Sites is one of the most versatile and valuable offerings within the Google Apps for Education suite, yet it is one of the least used by educators. IT teachers are educators who share their knowledge of integrating technology into the classroom. With nearly 30 years of combined service in the teaching trenches, Alicia and Haley tell it how it is and keep you up to date with the latest trends, what works, and how to find the most success with specific technology in the classroom. They're not just talking heads. Alicia and Haley are in their schools every day and want to help you put the A in tech. Welcome to the IT Teachers Podcast, where we put the A in tech. I'm Alicia. And I'm Haley. Haley, why did Google cross the road? I don't know why. To get to the other site. Alicia, Google Sites is no joke. It is not a joking matter at all. In, <laughs> in fact, it's one of the most under, I think, appreciated uh, of all of the Google tools for education in the suite. I, I think I think you're right, but I, and I think it's because people hear website and oh, I gotta build a website, and that's just not how it is anymore. It's intimidating. People are intimidated to build a website, and really, don't think of it as building a website. A Google site is one of the most priceless tools that you can use because it's a way for you to package your materials. It's a way for you to package your materials in a nice, neat space for students to access what they need when they need it yeah and and again it's way more user friendly than you remember building website uh building website to be and it's free Mm -hmm. and it comes right with the suite and it can go live at any time you want it to and it can come right back to just edit mode where nobody can see it whenever you want it to as well so don't Mm -hmm. be nervous about once i hit this button it's out there Mm -hmm. um because you can take you could take it back. You're in complete control. In fact, you're in control in control of any pages that you create. You can hide them. You can share them. You know, you can you can really really manipulate Google the Google site just as if you're using any of the Google tools. It's very user friendly and it's very characteristic of all the Google tools. Right, and just keep in mind that just like all of the other Google apps, Google Sites is really built for collaboration, and that includes collaboration among all the different stakeholders in education. So between parents and teachers, between students and, and teachers, between teachers and teachers, between teachers and administrators. I mean, any links or combination that you can think of, Google Sites is a great tool. It is a great tool, and it's a great way to really organize and package your materials Um, or your units and anything that students will need to access throughout a particular unit or novel. Why why would a teacher want to use a whole Google site instead of just using Google Classroom? Okay, so in Google Classroom, you you can add a section, perhaps a topic that's titled materials. So the question is, are you going to put all of your materials for the entire year in materials? So if we're reading a particular novel and I need the notes or I need the questions, I have to go through as a student all the way down, scroll wherever the materials, find the materials section. 
Or you can also put your materials and label it as materials if you remember to do that under whatever maybe month or book you're in. Again, students are going to have to find that those materials. So every time we work with the e-text, my students ask me, can you please pull it up to the top of the, of the stream so that we can click right there because it's constantly being pushed down, pushed down in the stream. In a Google site, it's a website. So when the students pull it up, they're going to see on, say, the right-hand side or the left in the, in the menu, the title of the book. When they click on that, they'll see all of the materials for that. Maybe there'll be a section for questions, whatever, whatever the case may be. Perhaps you're a math teacher and you're working on a particular unit, so you might put your PDF notes up or um, perhaps you put a link that they use all the time. As, as, as we'd like to think that students use their favorite places and they have things favorited at the top of their toolbar, they, they might not. And so going to your Google Classroom and then to your Google site allows them to have access to everything right there. Awesome. So it sounds like it's a really good way for you to organize your information for yourself and for your students. Yeah. But it seems like it might be a lot of work to put all that information into the website. And I think it's overwhelming to think about, but the reality is if while you're teaching, you are adding the materials or perhaps at the beginning of the unit, you add your materials in for your first book, maybe you're reading The Crucible and you have these different PDF, uh, you know, perhaps handouts and you want to post those, you kind of package it all as you go throughout the year. And then guess what? At the end of the year, you've built your website. You've, you've put your, you put your pieces there and you can now the following year, hide what you'd like to not reveal right away and then gradually scaffold out what you'd like to reveal. So I like that. So one of the biggest issues I have with my Google Google Classroom is that at the end of the year, all that work we did and all those things I posted and took such great care to make so organized, it's all gone. And, you know, you can, yes, you can copy your classroom for the next year, but it we oh. know it never works no. out to be the same way. You're, you change your assignments and your classes have a different chemistry. So you get to some things that you wouldn't get to with another class. And the curriculum changes and you change your... You know how it goes. So really having a website that's semi-permanent um, and really, really organized and easy for anyone to access is a lot better for the students than the Google Classroom. Just to be clear, we are, we love Google Classroom. We love Google Classroom. It's the, you know, our savior and everything. But the the idea is that, you know, perhaps using Google Classroom for the stream, posting your, you know, your daily, daily objectives, goals, things there, but also using it for your assignments. Whereas the Google site is really a great place to house your materials. And that's what we're saying. It's a nice, clean space to package your materials, your handouts, and anything that students will be accessing throughout the year, throughout the, uh, the unit. 
Specializing in emotional and behavioral disorders, Christy works as a special education teacher for an alternative high school program. With over a decade of experience teaching in the secondary English classroom, we are excited about our conversation with Christy as we discuss successful ways to integrate technology and support students through differentiation. We'll talk about how to effectively use technology as an accommodation tool for all students. Want to be a guest on our show? Fill out our Google form on our website at www.vitteachers.com. Thanks for listening. Because it's so easy to collaborate using Google Sites, it might be a really great idea to create grade level websites for students so that they can access materials that are used you know, commonly among the grade level teams. So perhaps all ninth graders have to read night or all ninth grade biology students have to study the human anatomy at its base level. Maybe you have information about those common things in that one place so that it's not just all on you to upload and and contribute to these materials. It could just take a little bit off your plate to know that other people are helping you out when you're making those grade level websites. And sometimes you know, there are there are times when you can add in links or you can add in videos and you can really, really, even if there's just kind of like a sandbox area where you can dump links and videos and tools and then share that out with students and with, you know, perhaps you're t- learning about meiosis, for example, mitosis and meiosis. So, you know, you have you have a, a page that says meiosis or mitosis, right? Absolutely. And, and maybe there's different teachers that might want to put in different materials so that yeah. students can access that information from different perspectives. I think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, because sometimes what you're trying to teach the kids isn't getting through to them in the way that you're, you know, giving it out. So you can say, have you checked our grade level website yet right. for more materials or more practice or a different way to look at this information? That's right. a really cool idea. Yeah. Um, and this, and it again, because it's not going to be clogging up your Google Classroom and it's not an assignment that the students feel they have to get completed. Mm-hmm. It's not one of those things that, you know, oh, you know, miss so-and-so, it says I'm missing this assignment and you really just wanted it to be a piece of material for them, but Mm -hmm. now they're feeling stressed because they have all these assignments in Google Classroom, Mm -hmm. but that website can just host a bunch of materials for the students if they want supplemental information about a topic. Yeah. It's a really cool idea. Yeah, it is. And again, it's so easy to collaborate. Right. The collaboration is easy. You go on, uh, you know, and, and it's just, it's so seamless. It's really a seamless tool and it's so easy. You can, you can use the image carousel and you can put pictures of, you can, well, you can even use your Google site. Perhaps one of the, one of the web pages is, is a share out of some different snapshots, screenshots, some th- things that you do in your classroom. And that's, that serves a purpose right there for communication with, you know, parents, administrators and whatnot, just to, just to highlight some of the things that you do in your classroom. Yeah. It, it could be really, a really great tool depending on how you want to use it. And you can have a couple different sites that students can ac- access throughout the year as they, as they need it. You can have your own class website, um, as well as a grade level website. Right. Yeah. You can have 50 sites. You can have a million. It's yeah. all free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, with that being said, 
you can have so many sites. So one of the neat options, especially if you can sort of, uh, you know, move this through the years of, I don't know, I don't know where you would start perhaps freshman year, but have students keep a portfolio. So for English, for, for maybe it's, um, for capstone. Yeah, that would be a great idea. My, my students, my students this year have been keeping their own English portfolios that I hope that they will continue to use uh, as they move throughout the next three years. But we used to have folders of all their pertinent right. information. And that. that was okay because they would, by the end of their four years, have a preponderance of evidence that they had mastered the skills that they needed to be successful in the real world. You know, the whole shebang. But... They never really got to work or interact with that information. So now when I give them back a critical piece of information or a critical work sample that they've done, they get to reflect on it right there and set goals for the next time they do a similar assignment. And it's a place where they can actually see their learning come to life and see the heart, like their the fruits of their labor. And so far it's been very successful. And because it's so easy for them to visually see their work and access it and they don't have to find a piece of paper that they did from September. It's just all right there. I could say, hey, how'd you do on your first apes response? And they can look back and say, ugh, it was terrible. I mm-hmm. didn't even know what I was doing. I can't believe how terrible I did. And I'm so embarrassed that I didn't even know how to use MLA. And mm-hmm. it's just really neat to see them have that reflection and it's right at their fingertips. You keep saying apes response, so I want to clarify for our <laughs> listeners. An apes response is A-P-E-S. So it's, uh, you tell them, assertion, p- Proof, explain, uh, and then synthesize. So uh, it's a way to answer open-ended responses. It's a structure. In case you were wondering. Yeah. So You should try it. (laughs) I did try it. (laughs) Um, So your student, we should actually give them the template on our website. We can do that. We'll we'll upload that tonight. Um, Student learning portfolio. So this sounds like this is some kind of student learning portfolio that's a growth over time kind of thing where you're tracking, you know, and looking at that growth and reflection. Yeah, and, and we can see the growth and the students can see the, gro- see the growth and right. they're like secretly keeping data for me. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> and if you plan out, even, you know, if it's, if it's just at the beginning of the class each Friday, they can add an artifact. What's your, what's your highlight from the week? Or, you know, something um, where they, they have that built-in time where they can work on their, and if they're up to date with everything, maybe they do something at home, they can add... They can add to it. Yeah. So um, yes, it's very neat. And um, as we work, our school system is working on our vision of the graduate right now. So it, really, it is a wonderful way for them to look at their skills and their growth over the time um, that they're in school. And you know, we just really embrace metacognition. Yeah, we love it. It's good. It's Think good about stuff. your thinking. <laughs> so. We can use um, Google Sites as collaboration among teachers. We can use it uh, for our students to be organized. We can use it to communicate home to parents so parents can easily access what their students are doing. They can easily access the materials without having to jump on Google Classroom. Mm -hmm. Other stakeholders in the school, such as paraprofessionals or administrators, can also access that information and help students with whatever they need to. Homebound instructors, whatever it might be that website is available to anybody who needs those materials. And with that being said, you can also go to any page in your website once you once you have established you know your website a bit. You can go to any page, copy the link, and post the link right in your Google Classroom as well. So the links are available, and that's really a neat feature as well to directly 
send a parent the web page for all of the support for a particular unit that you're you're working out of. So the, the Google site tool is just really, really an incredible and I, again, I just think it's underappreciated. I think people need to check it out. I don't think, you know, I think people are just overwhelmed. And I think if you just open it up and start somewhere, you will build that with in the blink of an eye and you will have this wonderful, wonderful tool that is priceless. Yeah, and you could just keep curating your information over the years. One last awesome thing about Google Sites is that Google offers a bunch of different templates for the sites that you can use to start. So you don't have to feel like you're building right everything from scratch. So if you're nervous about starting, consider using a template, get in there and give it a go. If you have any questions for us, visit us at www.theitteachers.com and we're happy to answer, answer any questions that you have. We do have a couple questions that we need to tackle, uh, which we'll do in our next episode. Our next episode, very excited to have a special guest, Christy. She specializes in emotional and behavioral disorders and currently works for an alternative high school program. Uh, She has over a decade of experience teaching in the secondary English classroom. English. And now she teaches uh, special education, and she she's just got some really interesting um, information and in how she integrates technology to support uh, support these students. Yeah, so. I'm excited about this awesome conversation we're going to have with Christy next time. All right, so thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Thank you for listening to the IT Teachers Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit us at www.theitteachers.com to find support for your classroom. There, you can send us a message and join our PLN. We'd love to have you on our team. This episode is produced by the IT Teachers. You can listen to us on your favorite podcast player. Our theme song is by Infraction. <laughs>